Hello everyone, Alina Kent here. This week's podcast topic will be on the National Bank of Ukraine, the NBU. Kyiv Post staff writer Igor Kosov will be joining us to tell us more about the topic and recent articles he has written about the NBU. Much has happened with the NBU. Earlier, Roman Borisenko voluntarily resigned, making him the third deputy governor to leave office since July 16th, when Kirill Shevchenko was appointed as head of the central bank. After Borisenko's dismissal, only two people from the team of the previous NBU head, Yakiv Smoly, remained at the NBU. First Deputy Governor Katarina Roshkova and Deputy Governor Dmitro Salagup. When previous NBU Governor Smoly stepped down on July 1st, he complained of political pressure. They wanted to discredit the National Bank's leadership and replace it with people who could be controlled, he said at the time. The European Union declared that Smoly's resignation was a worrying signal and undermining this important institution jeopardizes the credibility of and support for Ukraine's reform agenda. And now to Igor Kosov. Well, as you know, the National Bank sets macroeconomic policy and oversees the banking sector. It's a very big deal for the NBU to be independent, follow its own vision without being dominated by any government bodies or private interests. For a while, the NBU was considered to be one of the most successful, most stable state institutions that helped stabilize Ukraine's economy. That's not to say there weren't any scandals, there were a couple of big ones which we can get into later. For the most part though, the NBU and the Governor Yakiv Smoly were considered to be some of the most staunch reformers in the country. Smoly resigned this summer saying that there was systemic political pressure. The business community had a freakout. People were saying this is catastrophic, this is a serious blow to reform momentum, and the IMF's desire to lend money would fall through the floor, which it kinda has. Some blame Zelensky because uh, uh, Smoly was a Poroshenko appointee. Others said this is the work of Ihor Kolomoisky, Zelensky's old business partner. It's true that uh, Kolomoisky lost Privat Bank during the old team, and he paid for all those protests outside the NBU. Regardless, uh, pro-banker Kirill Shevchenko became the new governor in Smoly's place. After that happened, we saw a whole bunch of other resignations. Deputy Governors Roman Borisenko and Sergei Holod resigned. Oleg Churi's term ran out and he didn't get an extension. Some department heads resigned, like Zamorsky, Berioza and Meshenko. I wanted to look into that and see if this is a normal changing of the guard type situation, or if these people were getting pushed out by the same kind of pressure that Smoly had warned us about. So have these officials been resigning due to pressure? I talked to a bunch of former officials and banking insiders. People are basically saying that by and large the resignations were voluntary, but that people were disillusioned with what the new leadership was telling them, or with interference and pressure from the NDU council. Some were also sick of psychological pressure from oligarchs, you know, people coming to their houses with coffins and things like that. One example is that people said the new leadership criticized their work, saying they should have been more cautious when taking insolvent banks off the market. It was like, what do you mean cautious? Insolvent bank fraud cost $25 billion in losses to Ukrainians. Then there's this new reform strategy through 2025. The new leadership doesn't seem to want to use it, even though it's been signed by pretty much every regulator and a bunch of experts. All of that gave the sense of, okay, why are we stopping reforms now? Then there's the council. It wants greater and greater say over what the NBU does, even though it's a purely advisory body. Some officials were asked to resign, uh, I've been told by the leadership. One was asked to resign because some banking association had didn't like the penalties that were leveled against his bank. So we talked to the chief. And then, then there was the uh, limitation on public uh, servants' salaries, which some people didn't like, and uh, that led to their desire to resign. So for that story, I also talked to Katerina Rashkova and Mitra Salahub, who are the last two deputy governors remaining. There's six members on the NBU leadership team. Everyone else has been replaced. 
So they basically said that uh, everything's going mostly okay. The new team just needs to learn to work together just as the old team had. Uh, they didn't say that there's pressure uh, for people to resign. They uh, mostly said that everything is uh, based on a healthy collegial decision-making process, which is uh, the thing that's going to ensure independence. They did say that Bogdan Danilishin, the leader of the NBU Council, wants them gone, but that's not a secret to anyone. He's been openly saying that for years now. The Council of the National Bank of Ukraine also issued a reprimand and a statement of no confidence to Deputy Governors Katarina Roshkova and Dmitry Sologub for talking to the Kyiv Post. That's right. The council must have been stewing for a while because they convened a meeting and voted to censure Roshkova and Salahub, even though their comments were very mild considering. Besides talking to KP, Salahub also told Interfax that the IMF's trust is in tatters, which is what everyone knows already. The funny thing is that NBU Governor Kirill Shevchenko voted in favor of the reprimand. Former Governor Smalley would have defended his team. So now this kind of gives me the answer I've been trying to confirm, and it seems like yes, Shevchenko doesn't want them on his team. But if he tries to fire them, he can kiss goodbye any cooperation with the IMF, since the IMF likes them. Shevchenko said that the NBU has to speak with one voice, and by talking to the media, Rashkova and Salahoub screw up the message. Kind of a honey don't undermine me in front of the kids sort of thing. But by voting against his team, he kind of screwed up whatever illusion of a united front that he's been trying to present. I've been told by my sources that Shevchenko has a more autocratic leadership style than Smoly, so his actions do make sense, but I think he's shooting himself in the foot right now. But the most damage has been done by the council. Vitaly Shapran, the guy who introduced the motion to reprimand, wrote on Facebook that, quote, If this were the wild 90s, someone would be waiting for the governors on the front porch. And he meant contract killers. I frame this in a way like, look how far we've come. This no longer happens. But everyone has been reading between the lines and looking at Shapran like, what the hell are you saying? You just single-handedly damaged the bank's reputation. What should we be paying attention to in the future? And why is this important for Ukraine? I guess we just need to pay attention to what happens next. The NBU put out a statement saying that no one's getting fired and everything's working normally. But I I think they already exposed the friction between the old team and the new. And that friction is not going to go anywhere. I might be wrong, but I don't think Rashkova and Salahub are just going to give up on their priorities and follow the governor. They have this reputation to uphold. They're like the last survivors of the old guard, and the old guard was good, and it's full of reformers, and reformers are falling one by one. Many think this way. Uh, there's a very polarized view of Rashkova. I've been told that the article made it even more polarized. Uh, many people obviously hate her. She's been investigated for corruption, so there's that. And I don't think that the council is going to give up on its attempts to get rid of uh, Rashkova and Zalahub. So we'll need to see what happens with that and wait for the next disagreement, because I think there is going to be one. As for NBU independence, I guess we just have to see what it does next. I've been told that the Ministry of Finance has growing influence over the NBU, which is not entirely good since they have different priorities. But Shevchenko is not an idiot. He knows what the NBU's job is and why it has to stay independent. I don't think anything's going to hell in a handbasket necessarily. But the bank might embrace a more conservative policy about banking oversight. Right now, the new team hasn't given us many signs of what it's going to do next, so we'll just have to wait for those. The one sign it did give, the reprimand vote, doesn't bode well for the future. That was Kiev Post staff writer Igor Kosov. You can read Igor's article, Uncertainty Hangs Over Central Bank Independence Amid Staff Resignations, on our website, kievpost.com. Stay tuned for next week's podcast, where we sit down with Kiev Post journalists. Stay safe, stay home, and subscribe to the Kiev Post.